Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont. All the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. Isn't it great how the music just kind of cues in there? And I'm late on that cue, but anyway, oh. it's all good. I'm Eric Ozumpa. <laughs> I'm Brady Steffel. And I'm Annie Larner. All right. How are you all doing today? How are things going? Fine. Yeah, I know. You're both like fine. Yeah, the energy's really low. Let's see. Annie's not drinking oh, caffeine, yeah. which is really sad because this is going to be kind of a downer show, right? I will say that I do, I do like, I always drink a shot of coffee right before I come on this because it's like four and I'm like, ah, I'm over it. I'm over the entire day. Everything's done. Yeah, it's a good idea, actually. Honestly, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll hit that up when I'm back at it. I think I've done that before and it's it's been helpful, but. Yeah, and then yeah. I have to yeah, bring you know. both in because you're talking over each other like, ah! It's the energy that people love here. <laughs> they come here for the energy. God knows it's not for the news. <laughs> or the it's information no it's for the guests no. and the energy that's, that's it. right and you know and to can you continue on quickly on the theme we had last week or last two weeks baking powder oh, here we i'll go. tell you we have had the most um calls for concern about that i actually ran into somebody <laughs> they that continue i know oh brady and i know um and said that their their household got in an argument about it so <laughs> it's great that we're causing divorces too as well so that's awesome oh. yeah <laughs> you know i got a message actually on Instagram from Clabber Girl. I didn't even tell you that. They oh, were wow, like, cool. yeah. yeah, with the comments about uh, how they think they said something along the lines of there's no greater topic than than baking powder. Well, we apparently they're right. I mean, like I'm that. just going to go and say like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> We've never had more listener engagement than we have over this thing. We're still talking about two weeks later. We're just, we're, where are the coattails of that one? Let's grab a hold of that. We're just milking it. You know, now I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to rail against packaged yeast now. So we'll see what you yeah. know where that goes to. So anyway, no. Um, but hey, third week baking powder. That's awesome. But uh, we'll just keep it rolling. So anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Like I would love to come up with something else that's this divisive to like engage people. But I don't like we just happen to stumble backwards into this one. I don't know how to come up with another one that's going to engage people. I'm not that good. You know, I don't know what we'll, else to talk we'll about. We'll find something. Don't worry about it. I think it. we will. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, no, we'll, we'll stumble years, on the next two, thing. Two more years. From now. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my oh gosh. My so let's see. What about what's going around downtown or around town, I should say? Um, I've got a couple of things, but anybody want to, anybody want to share some information? Or is it just me? Um, no, just me? man, I got, I got a couple no, things. No, if you want to just run it, it's fine. Whatever. No, I'm just laughing. <laughs> anyway, Annie, Annie is uncaffeinated. So, yeah. Uh, wait a second. What was that again? Uh, I have a few things. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, you guys know the building La v- that La Vida Bella is in. We've talked about La Vida yes. Bella yeah, quite a bit. It used yes. to be the coffee shop. Now it's a kind of f- fine dining restaurant. But the whole entire building. Yeah. Okay. Fine dining. Dinner. I, dinner. I know I haven't eaten there and I'm going, is, is it fine? Well, the, the tablecloths, the linens are crisp. And I think okay. you get, you know, some decent cutlery, some Do decent flatware. Arugula well. and weighty, weighty forks. So that's what they've got. <laughs> yeah, they, they have are. good glassware. You know yeah, how I feel about that. Very glassware. important for the, the weighty forks and the glassware. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. can yeah. you be the judge, listeners? But anyway, La Vida Bella is not just there's the downstairs restaurant and then there's this sort of event space in the back. They also have a kitchen, the distillery. Um Dryland used to operate out of there. And then at the upstairs level, they have what's been a co-working space called Experience Longmont for many years. And then that 
giant building, which the owner Todd calls one of Longmont's palaces, which I, I like. I think that's cute. Goes on in the third floor, sort of like unfinished, but they were doing podcast space. And then there's even a rooftop. This building is very, very big. And anyway, they've been kind of reimagining the co-working space as the changes happen through COVID. And I wanted to share that they are now turning that sort of second story space into experience community space rather than just experience Longmont co-working. And so the idea is to have flexible rooms that can be used for events and meetings and Mm. maybe corporate things and then kitchen space where you can come rent kitchen space and use it for stuff or offices still too if you want a dedicated desk and the idea is just have this flexible community space downtown i love the idea that it's just like there's just like flexible rooms now it's like have you been at home for two years with your kids do you just need a room somewhere (laughs) else in town for literally anything (laughs) Set up your gaming computer. Maybe bring a ping pong table. It's fine. Get out of the house. It's it's interesting. Um, It's so funny. So that's interesting as far as like downtown space. There there is no elevator in that building. Is that correct? There's no elevator. So handicap access is challenging on the second floor. And it is you enter from the street levels and go straight up quite a staircase, I think, um, to get to that second floor. So maybe if we keep filling up these rentable spaces, we'll be able to fund the elevator. (laughs) At GoFundMe page. GoFundMe page. There we go. No, I mean, I think that's, you know, again, again, peace and love to that. It's a massive building. It's a massive building. It used to be a furniture store years and years ago. So it's a massive building. So, yeah. And, you know, wish them all the best as far as re-looking at that, you know, at the second floor and whatever. So, yeah. Any any word on how they're doing with the restaurant? Do you have any idea? I think they're surviving as far as I know. And, you know, they've got a good chef. Oh, and what I heard was that they have a, they just finished some huge kitchen build out stuff. So they're going to have, I I don't know what the kitchen situation was before, but they've been doing a bunch of renovations and getting like a big hood and working on some other things. So that's there. And it was even going to be some shared kitchen space for some who needed commissary kitchens. So I would say like, if trying to use every square foot. Yeah. If they were doing uh, out of the, whatever kitchen they set up for the coffee shop, it couldn't have been probably what they wanted for. Exactly. Yeah. 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 As, as somebody who's worked in a fair amount of kitchens, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can, you know, should throw, throw that one to chef Mike. Oh yeah. So he'll, and he'll, kitchens he'll are in a hurry. like rare, good full commercial kitchens are not easy to come by. So no. having one is valuable. Yeah, they're not cheap. I'll tell you what, my favorite part of that building is, is that huge, I, I would call it like French style bar, this big oh, wooden yeah. thing yeah, where they're, yeah. it's yeah. just a sight to behold. It's, it's absolutely cool. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So there's a bar that's consideration. Remember I was lamenting the fact of trying to find yes. a bar. So there's, <laughs> there's a, bar, a bar, but yeah, 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 yeah. interesting. Yeah. Think I don't know it. if I'm obligated to buy dinner then. So that's my only concern. So. Right. Can you just come yeah. in and, and get a drink at the bar? Probably. Let's make this a yeah. thing. Okay. Let's just yeah. do it. We'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, your story also made me remember that, you know, coming out of COVID and such and being more out in the community, um, you know, went to Wibby recently uh, and part of a, a group gathering and um, it was it was really a lot of fun. But then Ted Risk from Wibby came up to me and it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, I, I used to remember your name, but now I can't. <laughs> yeah. So he is the oh. co-owner of Wibby Brewing. And he, he's like, uh, hey, Eric, it's great to see you. And I'm like, hey, fella. It's, you know, it I, sure is. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then I'm back like, at you after about five seconds. I was like, oh, it's Ted, Ted. Anyway, so it's just really been difficult for it's me nice. personally just to try to yeah. figure out, you know, people's names. Who and getting people it are. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all need name tags. Hey, who who else co-owns Wibby? 
Uh, just to test that very yeah, thing that you talking about right now. <laughs> uh, his, his name is Wibby, I believe, and I can't remember what his first name is. So you can look that one up while we're okay, you can effort to look that one up. But I will. Claude. I'm working on it. Yeah, because I, I feel like there's a f- story behind there, but I'm not going to spread rumors. There is. He went off to so. Germ- He went off to Germany, studied. Um, he's a chemistry major. That's why he gets the acumen for doing lager. Okay. And so he studied abroad, came back, ran into his friend Ted. I mean, I think they were always friends, but. Ryan, Ryan Wibby. Ryan, there we go. Yeah. I want to know where he studied his uh, his brewing, who he studied with, or where he went. Yeah, I thought I it was. Curious. We'll I want to say it was Germany. I'm pretty sure, but no, um, it would be know, Germany for it sure. Would have been interesting if it would have been <laughs> risky, <laughs> risky <laughs> brewing. I don't think that probably <laughs> would have been a good name. <laughs> how are we doing? How are we doing, Brady? What's in Germany? I wonder where he went. Well, it was Germany. It's like, yeah. What? Well. <laughs> I was kind of looking for like a city or a region. Brady won't throw me a line, but he'll just assume I'm wrong. That's what I love about it. But you know, I am, I am, I am resolute in my wrongness. I'm resolute in my wrongness. Probably going, I wonder what city he was in when he studied because there's a great variation in beer across, you know, the different countries. And Eric's like, well, it was Germany. I can tell you that. It's like, well, yeah, that part was established and I, I'm going to, I'm just laughing because there's a communication disconnect. But I thought it was really funny. Uh, well, if Ryan would be out there listening, we'd like to know. Please be yeah. specific. Yeah, send us where you were at. Because I was in Bavaria and they did um, a lot of pills and stuff. We had all the pills down there. And then, um, yeah. Put a lot of pills. Was pills, like, pills. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd, you'd order a pills or, um, and then just like they'd have like light beer and dark beer. And it would just, that would sort of it, you know, a, a normal, a wheat beer, a light beer, a dark beer. Um, and then you would go and, um, in Munich, you have to say outside of the bar which of the beers that you have. If you have Paul Ander, you have Spiederbrau, um, you have to say that outside. This to be a sign. And then you go in and you know what you're getting already with, before you get there. And you just say, I want a light beer, I want a dark beer, I want a wheat beer. You know, there's only so many options. It's crazy. There's like the five. Okay. I think they call it the beer mafia. I've got the answer. Oh, he went, no, no, he no, went no. to Berlin. No, wait, Annie, I've got to oh. say this. I've okay. got to say, okay. just because, you know, Mr. Mr. Smarty Pants here is on the phone with me. <laughs> on the podcast with me, I should say. So, Sorry, yeah. Annie, before you really interrupted Eric, he had something to say. Eric, so it's Berlin. Say? Berlin is the city in Germany. It's anyway, go ahead, put Annie. in my place. Yeah. yeah. So I knew it was Germany. So nice try. Yeah, go ahead. Andy. I'm sorry. Forgive me. That's it. That's all I got. Six well, month certificate, no, I mean, certified studied- brewmeister course, and a four month internship with a research institute in Berlin. It looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right, it's cool. Right here on the website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brady right. won't. Brady won't save me. He'll just. He'll just watch me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here to, yeah. to to light the coals. I'm just here for grilling. You that's know, right. That's that's what I'm here. Hey, for. did you guys? Um, Brady, I know that this has surely been afflicting you this week. This water line project that the city's working on, on Third Street, like oh, right yeah. through Huge. Main Street, and yeah, then yeah, up yeah. and down West Main. I've got a call in with you know the Public Works to get the full scoop on this project, but I think it's going to be going on for a while. They said at least through May. Yeah, I think this is the one where it's a continuation of their efforts to replace mains because they just got sick of them breaking. It was just expensive to replace right. busted mains. This is all this main lane replacement, but yeah. it's like, it's quite the project. It's oh a gosh. lot. Yeah. I'm trying mess. to remember what street it is, if it's gay street or what, but it's like it was up and down the entire, yeah. Yes. Cause we'll walk the dogs and it's like, all right. And you walk past, everything's all dug up. It's kind of interesting to just see. I mean, it's always like when I worked in preschool, the kids be like, let's stop and watch the construction workers. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is great. Let's do that. That's fun. I <laughs> yeah, just want to watch totally. people like That's what operating we do. <laughs> diggers and stuff. It's great. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, but it is a big undertaking and it's been going on for a while. And they had 
was it Gay Street or Bowen? And they had it all ripped up into different houses and like the the sidewalks felt yeah. disrupted. It's like wow, up and down the entire yeah. street. So it is very disruptive. Um, Main and third is very is like avoidable right now. Don't so Main and third, and then it. and then I was on. Let's see, even the further streets west, like third itself was a mess. The whole yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah, you know, it was like another reason for not ne- not going down third, which I don't do much often. Right, anyway, right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, um, I also heard from the Bacon Bandito our friend uh, John uh-huh. Skaggs uh-huh. and he is not going to be at the farmer's market will be what will be at the Olin farms um, festival farms. Saturday, April 2nd, oh, cool. 10 AM to 2 PM. Um, they have hay rides, lambs, piglets, kids, activities, food, and music celebrate spring with your local farmers. Hmm. And uh, it's free and open to the public. Olin farms is over at 8627 North 95th street in Longmont. So um, I don't, I'm guessing he'll be a regular. That's what he told me. He he did kind of ask to be maybe part of the podcast again, which of course, you know, we have, we have slots available down the road and he's good. He's yeah. funny. So yeah. we'll definitely reach out to John again. So and our guest is here, but I wanted to say that somebody on the subreddit called out. It's just not all negative. Um, they said the Ralph Castle sign is gone. And they said, farewell, Aww. old friend. Farewell, Aww. old friend. You shall be missed. So Indeed. Yep. All right. My and sister said that she had a, a fantasy when she was younger in high school of, of taking that place and turning it into like a record shop, like a oh. music and record shop. That would have, I mean, pretty good vision. I think, I think that would have been cool before the building felt into like an right. utter state of disrepair. Right. I don't like, think it was always that bad, <laughs> but that was, cool sign and yeah, yeah that totally. cool sign. Yeah. Cause you could have like, if you had Ralph Castle's records. Ralph's records or something and just keep right, the exactly. sign. That'd be awesome. Exactly. I think that yeah. ship has sailed and then sunk and is now somewhere at the bottom of well, the Potomac. And Brady, you remember the inventory? I always thought there'd be amazing treasures in that place. And it was like when oh, we kind of looked at the auction, yeah. it was like, oh Polarine yeah. hoopsters. There were some there were some real little... gems in there. Yeah. Polarine hoopsters. Yeah, yeah. that was or, uh, Polaris, Polaris hoopsters, whatever it was. Yeah. I it's like, and all it was is like a can that would dispense oil in great volume. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought the name Looser was just three guns and other things. Yeah. It was just like, okay, great. Some yeah. really cool vintage posters, though, that look like they could be very modern, like pink, yeah. vibrant pink, vibrant yellow, vibrant blue. Um, some of that stuff is neat. A lot of it was just like, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's Ralph Castle Rust. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> well, I do want to welcome in our guest today. So, first of all, I want to apologize because we had Tondra on last, uh, oh, probably a few weeks ago, and we had some really bad connections. So, we wanted to have her back and her husband, Kenneth, in on um, talking to us too about their venture in the Longmont area. And they were an E for All recipient of a, of a great uh, award and also some mentorship and other things. And welcome in, Kenneth and Tondra. Hello, how you doing? Hello. Doing really well. And so can you can you tell us, refresh our listeners about what you're up to and, and what the, the the flavor is? I know it's uh, you're looking at New Orleans. You you come from Louisiana, I believe, and have a lot of uh, impressions or or influence from that area and that region. You're trying to bring that to, to Colorado here, specifically the Longmont area. Yes, we are. Um, we, Kenneth and I, are New Orleans chefs of Colorado LLC. Uh, we are current caterers, and we're ready to launch a ghost kitchen over at 338 Main and at 306 Kaufman. We have two different locations that we will be launching next month. Our special, We specialize in Cajun, Creole, Southern Classic, 
and also vegan soul food. That's something that vegan we're bringing soul to soul food. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> really yeah, you have to explain that one. Yeah, explain <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> yeah, can you go into a little bit more depth about vegan soul food? Absolutely. Okay, let's so let's say we're you guys are at our house or at a function. Let's say we have some nice homemade ba- baked macaroni, right? And we know that vegans don't eat anything that comes from a mother. So, um I'm the vegan chef of the team and um I've adapted a lot of the Southern recipes into vegan. And we have vegan mac and cheese. We have vegan greens. Our red beans and rice are vegan. Um, we have a Bourbon Street burger, which is a vegan burger with that that is uncomparable to anyone else's. Oh. We also have a Mount, a Mount Vegan, which is one of our po' boys, which is one of our signature po' boys. We've come to adapt and name after our new home, which is now the state of Colorado. So Mount Vegan is also a vegan treat that's on our menu, you know, so the (laughs) vegans do need to feel that they can come in um, gluten-free as well, that they can come into an establishment and um, everybody eat together and enjoy what they're eating. That's what we're trying to do, whether it's in our sit down location, that's months from now, you guys, but Ultimately, to be able to pick up meals and everyone in the house can be able to eat from those meals. Yeah, that's great. Like what what helps so much because I don't eat gluten for health reasons. Um, what helps so much is like when somebody like you is going, well, I'm vegan. And so you want to eat it. You got to eat it every day. And you're going, well, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat this you know, slop that somebody else is peddling because they don't need it. They're going, ah, it's fine. I mean, the vegans, they'll eat anything. And it's like you get that stuff with the GF. So I was like, yes, it's like. It's like rice and a pile of dust all microwaved together. It's it's horrid. But, um, <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you got you you walk in the walk. You know what you're talking about. But Andre, yeah. I have to ask you. I have to ask you. This is a very delicate question. I have to ask you. You come from Louisiana. Did you come to veganism late in life, or was it early on, or how did that? How did you take on the vegan uh, lifestyle, if you will, or food lifestyle? It started. We. Uh, my mother has a house in Jamaica, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to eat ital, as they call it in Jamaica. And that's where my love, like my vegan food is a cross between the Caribbean and New Orleans and American food is very special. It's very unique. Um, I know the crowd will love it and I know they will love Ken's food too. (laughs) That's awesome. So is Ken doing it? Are you dividing and conquering? Are you doing different parts of the food or, or do you both kind of blend together to kind of create the menu? We we blend together, but Ken is like the maestro in the kitchen with the uh, all of the different other products that we have. Um, we work together with the gumbo and um, the red beans jambalaya, but ultimately Kenneth is like the king in the kitchens. That's nice. You get two compliments there right off the bat, Kenneth from Tondra. So that's awesome. You know, I always look forward <laughs> to those days with my wife. That's for sure. Um, can you can you describe the Bourbon Street Burger? You were really high on that and talked about how it's just exceptional. And so it, it sounds interesting. Can you describe it? Yes, it's our eight ounce signature NCOC, New Orleans Chefs of Colorado, plant based burger. It's grilled to perfection, you guys. And topped with fresh grilled onions, mushrooms, tricolor peppers, not just regular romaine. We do a fresh mixed green and a nice round sliced tomato. All of our veggies are local, 
from local farmers here in the Colorado area. And it's just something, it's a nice treat. You just don't get the burger and it's 15 bucks. You get the burger, <laughs> you get a, you get a f- fresh fruit cup. It's, it's such a beautiful treat. And we also have lavender lemonade. That's, that's been my, my new experiment. I'm sold. Like, oh, that's mm, awesome. It sounds delightful. So yeah, for- lavender lemonade and ginger mint cane tea. I think. Yum. These are okay. like combinations that I'm going, I've never had that. And it sounds amazing. <laughs> super jazz. Like, let's get going. <laughs> get your, get your place opened up. Gonna, it does. It sounds, stuff up. So 338 is the collective building, correct? Yes, it and, is. And then 306 Kaufman is, I'm trying to visualize that. That's one, the Elks so. Lodge. Ah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever been in there. So they're doing a, they're doing well, like, they're allowing commercial cooking and stuff there. I'm sorry. And, yes. It's commercial cooking, but you know, of course it's just the pickup curbside location. Oh. You okay. cannot go inside the Elks Lodge. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's one of our locations where they pick up at time collabs will be our sit down location um, oh, on cool. our, we- yeah. On our website, we'll be getting with Brian, our merchant services guy and um there will be a list like an email list for like the grand opening of our sit down where you can be able to reserve a table and you know come in eat with us and have a taste of new orleans and that website is we love shameless promotion so go ahead 504ncoc.com 504ncoc.com Hey, Tondra, what's your favorite vegan butter oil base? I actually, I actually deal strictly with coconut and olive oil. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my main base for um, anything dealing with cream is coconut or almond. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, I try to stray away from butters. I've found one by Country Crock that's a plant based, and I really like it. It's mm-hmm. it's really nice. Um, it's not as expensive as all of the others, and it's very nice. I actually um, use that in our red beans. So that's Great. one of the plant based butters that I go to. But strictly like olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, almond oil, you know, grapeseed oil. You know, keep it healthy. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. So I do have to ask you this as somebody who loves a little fried okra every once in a while, is there anything or is it, is it purely healthy? I'm looking for unhealthy things. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have, we have, of course we have chicken and sausage, gumbo, jambalaya. (laughs) Po' boys. We have po' boys. Um, We have the seafood platters. That has the fried fish, fried shrimp, many crab cakes. Do you do fried? Are you doing fried catfish at all, any chance? Yes, we are. Oh yes. Mm. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) That's called the Bayou Plate. (laughs) That's That's called the Bayou Plate. So we have all of the favorites: the jambalaya, the dirty rice. We we have all of the favorites. Oh, all of the favorites. We've just 
incorporated veganism into that. So I think it's great so actually to make the, to make the options that are available for many people who are, you know, who are, who actually want to live in a different uh, diet or, or have some <clears throat> gluten intolerance or can for whatever reason eat other things. So that's really awesome. It opens up to an entire new environment or new uh, community, if you mm-hmm. will. So I, I'll say too, it's like, it's a big, it's a big shift from what we normally have in yes. town. And so yes. I think a lot of people are like, well, what do you want? It's like, do you want, beer and a burger it's like yeah. well well we've got a lot of that um but to have a little bit more variety i mean because it's like oh tie you tie yeah oh wow okay oh yeah and then it's like oh we don't have anything <laughs> like what you've got going on um which is exciting so, but is it is all of it vegan or some of it vegan no some of it is vegan and and some of it is not vegan so you can satisfy all parties. <laughs> I think yes. everybody on the call could be satisfied. Basically. I think so. Yeah, this is actually yeah, like, has this ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> we just recently um, did a crawfish boil this past weekend at the Elks Lodge. And that turned out really fantastic. Um, so that will be something that we'll offer next year as well. I was going to ask you if if the Elks Lodge, if they just said, you know, if you just cook for us, maybe we'll let you use some of our space. Just give us yeah. a little, little something to snack on at the time. time. <laughs> we smelled what you were cooking. Yeah. So do you do? Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds Canada, like a fair trade. Are you doing catering too as well? Do you do yes, events? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then also, like, where do people find your food? I know you have the two locations. Are there hours? Are there... Uh, that you're taking delivery. I mean, you're taking orders online. It doesn't sound like there's a sit down option yet, but you're looking at down the road. So if you could just clarify that, that would be great. Um, we do catering and um, we're in the process of negotiating our contract, which will be finalized on Friday. So we will have the days available. Ultimately Friday is our day that we've um, that we're planning to, you know, do a lot of business. Fridays and Saturdays are, are our days that we would like to be able to promote our business the best. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, we're we're also with the Longmont Chamber. So if you guys are ever a part of uh, or at one of their after hours or before hours events, you probably will get to taste our food as well there. Nice. Okay, that's awesome. Okay. Um, and anything else that you'd like to let our listeners know about the 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 uh, catering the food the you know what you're what you're kind of going through to get this up and running yeah. um, what didn't we ask yeah what didn't oh we ask? wow if it had not been for e for all like we, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have made it this far yeah yeah e, e for all was was really uh, a driven force for us. That's good. And, and you know, they're not a sponsor, but that's really nice of you to say nice things about them. So no, I'm, I'm speaking truth because I know I, I, I didn't know anything about business and yeah. I'm still I still don't know too much, but I'm still I'm learning it at my speed to where I'm going to understand it. And but, you know, my wife, she she's she's smart. She's a smart woman. And and, and uh, she she had business degree. Uh, she can catch on. She caught on to a lot of things faster than I have. So I'm learning basically from her. Well, I yeah. think you, you both make a great team. And I have to say, I commend you for your website. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's amazing. And the po' boy and all the other food looks truly amazing here. So Thank great you. job. It's 
it's what you want to do with a restaurant. At least for me is you want to see what the food's going to look like or does look like. So that's awesome. So, um, you both seem like you're you're doing quite well. You haven't, uh, maybe you, maybe you fight from time to times, but it seems like you're, you're getting along great. So I I wish you all the best. I know we wish you all the best with this venture and, and uh, thank you so much for for bringing this new uh, cuisine and such to, to Longmont. We're really excited about it. So thank you. thank you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. That was uh, Kenneth and Tondra from, it is from, um, oh, goodness here, Norling Chefs of Colorado. So NOCO Chefs of Colorado. And the website is 504ncoc.com. And uh, again, that that website is just absolutely beautiful. So they're going to be finalizing things this Friday, it looks like, and it's, it's fantastic. I don't know yeah, if any of you had a chance to look at the website too, but it's really pretty. I'll cool. say like, yeah, if I you can survive, wait. what do they say? It's like travel and like cooking together. Um, that's a, that's a healthy relationship. Right yeah. There. You can <laughs> exactly. share a kitchen. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think that that is probably a true test of a relationship. That's for sure. My folks actually work together for more than 45 years and I just always committed them for actually yeah that's that's know, still being married so it's good yeah it's awesome <laughs> happily um, unhappily whatever it's yeah <laughs> it's always it's always uh interesting in, interesting uh, journey that's for sure so yeah, yeah. um let's see they're going to shift gears here and Screech. what else have we Climb. got for either a buzz or events and that sort of thing um I had something to mention we pull it up here Ooh. Uh, and while maybe. she is efforting, I will tell you that um, there is an atheist dinner tonight at the Longmont Public House. <laughs> okay. And the reason why I'm mentioning this, yeah, I know, I know you're kind of chuckling there, but the this reason I'm funny. I know, I don't know why. it just seems so optimistic. Anyway, um, and that they would get mad at me if I said that. Um, anyway. So share your religious trauma or rejoice with others on your absence of it. Get to know your fellow atheists. We have a great crew of people. So this is over at right. the Longmont Public House, March 30th. Uh, that is tonight. It's over at 530 to 730. So you better get over there pretty quick. Anyway. That's so interesting. But I don't thing, think you have to be atheist to share religious trauma. I wouldn't oh, think so no, either. Absolutely yeah, not. exactly. No. So for me, I think it's actually, I mean, isn't it just fascinating to see how Longmont's changed? I mean, yeah. if you would have said something like this at a public yeah. restaurant like 10 years, 15 years ago, it would have been like the weirdest thing in the world. Would have been, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to mention because there's like two diametrically opposed letters at the end of this week. And and like 10 years ago, if you'd had like this is would have been the thing that would have been the letters in the letters to the editor. Like, can you believe this? It's yes. like atheist bar and grill over there. Yes. Um, but now, like, I wouldn't have even known that that was going on. Yeah. Um, you know, on that note, tomorrow night, I'm going to a pretty interesting, I guess it's an improv thing that's at Thursday nights at the museum. And it's called, it's from CU's playback theater ensemble. And it's an improv group from CU. And the theme is don't boulder my Longmont or yeah. please boulder my Longmont. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it seems like an entertaining premise. So you come in, it's like wherever you stand on how Longmont's changing, you probably have stories to tell, bring us your stories and watch them turned into like improv. I'm right. really fascinating to know what the stories are. Actually. I know. So, I will yeah. report back. I'll yeah, be going. It's going to be interesting. Remember when you could drive across town and never hit a traffic light? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It could be an interest. I hope there's a facilitator or mediator there. That could be interesting. <laughs> so it gets all mad about something. Hopefully you're lighthearted enough to handle it. That's you know, right. Improv. I do um, want to mention the firehouse. They have play with clay night. 
Oh, and Clay is not a faulty little dog. It's actually Clay itself. So every third Thursday from from (laughs) 6 to 8 p.m. at the Firehouse Art Center at 667 Fourth Avenue. Um, Join us for a casual gathering to play with Clay and meet fellow Firehouse atheists. I mean, artists. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Firehouse artists or letters again. I'm going to get letters. Yeah. But if I throw in (laughs) Firehouse artists who love baking powder, I probably get letters. Bottom. Bottom. So anyway, in all seriousness, they're actually, you're invited to play with Clay and meet fellow firehouse artists. Um, It's open to folks at all levels. Demos will be shown for construction for beginners or just come and do your own thing. Yeah. Only $12 and the class covers your clay and for your pieces, you'll get a bisque fired. Amen. You get bisque fired. Oh, that's actually a pretty good price. That's actually really cool. I love it. That's really awesome. Entertainment. Yeah, 12 bucks. Can I bring my own bottle? Do you have a corking fee? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That's me. Actually, you know, it's like if I make a if I make a glass, can I drink out of that right there? Yeah. (laughs) So you know, for me, I've 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 done like artistic things where you like paint the picture or whatever, and then I and then I, I I just can't follow the rules, so I just want to do something and riff on something. And <laughs> so usually, the then the art teacher begins to get upset with me, so I'm not following the rules. So play with clay is is truly free form, so you can do whatever you want. Nice. So that's that's cool. say it's like glorified play doh. I mean, what, yeah, was the, go. what was the place down in um, Prospect that was doing like the pottery, uh, pottery. Wheel place? Yeah, it's yeah. still there. I can't wheelhouse. remember the name of it, but yeah, there's the wheelhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's pretty cool. They're still around. Yep, doing yeah, because I, I looked um, into doing a thing down there, and they were like booked up forever. They're like, nope, really? You can't get Are you it. serious? That's good to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. See, that's cool. I was just having a conversation this week about defending how Prospect is doing well. I, I well, that's yeah. I they like are better than they have. I feel like it's having I, a nice new win. I, I hope really so because I think it's a cool like it's. There's it's a, a cool lot place. of cool businesses down um, there right now. When I was down there, and I to uh, like I haven't gone down there recently, but when I was down there a couple years ago, it was like. Oh, it's a tax prep place. It's like a financial place. It's another financial place. And then, oh, a restaurant. And then yeah. like another financial no, place. I think it's like, well, it's kind of a drag to have that because it's like, it's a cool community. But if you, if that's what you have, it's like, well, yeah. it's a bunch of wealth management places. It's like, right. I'm not, not going to walk down to my local, you know, fiduciary yeah. and like, yeah. hey, you got a minute to, to chat about uh, <laughs> incorporating? Really grabbing the foot traffic. <laughs> I will right. tell you that I concur with Annie, though. I, I have never seen Cave Girl as busy as it is now. Good so for them. Oh, so pretty busy. interesting. It's awesome. It's so good. And there's another one coming in that I can't tell yet, but it's going oh, to really? be awesome. Yes. Cool. Oh, yeah. And it looks like they another have one. a couple of classes open now down at the wheelhouse because they were out of stock, out of stock. Like date nights sold oh, out. Tuesday morning, okay. beginners sold out. Tuesday evening, beginner wheel throwing. Like, and I think that'd be fun. I think I want to try that out at some point. I don't know if I'm going to do that totally. you know, right now, sign up, but looks cool. I, I would love to do it. I think that'd be fun. very cool. And then cool. I want to mention too, Brady, you might remember, um, we had the art of cheese, the woman from art. of Oh, cheese yes. On. yes. It was yes. like probably She's our third awesome. guest. I think she was She's awesome. And they had yeah. a mozzarella and burrata with goat farm tour. It's sold out. It's April 3rd, but I'd encourage people burrata. to go check out the art of for other things that she's doing now in person. So that's which one, cool. which guess was she, was she like the first one? Cause it was like, no. the, the, um, the museum was very early on and the cheese was very early on. I think she was like first or third. Yeah, you're right. It she was, was like really third. Early. So yeah, Kim Manage from the museum was our first victim. So yep. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that was episode season one, episode three, I think. You know, it was very those people on. who are keeping tapes on really file. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, out um, in hygiene, are you guys familiar with that gas station that's on the corner yeah. of 73rd and hygiene? They've been working on it a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be, I believe, like a gift shop 
maybe huh. slash home decor shop. I've also heard furniture shop. We need to get the full accurate scoop, but it's something like that. But they've been working on this project and just getting it doing the, re- they're, they're doing the final renovations and um, they had to do a bunch of mitigation of the old gas tanks. And they're going through a seven year nightmare process <clears throat> with the various Boulder County agencies to get approvals to move forward with the project. Uh, but they are working on that and it will open as a little retail shop. Meanwhile, the same sort of family involved with this is going to be opening a new breakfast place across the street at the old Crane Hollow place. Oh, that's cool. That, I okay. actually yes. liked Crane Hollow. It was pretty good, but mm-hmm. but I never, I would always forget about it. I hate to say that because we got so many breakfast places around here too as well. Yeah. Long, Longmont's a morning community. Yeah. yeah actually, just, this is a really that. good question. What is, what is y'all's, okay, before kids children, Back in the day, this was our favorite thing was breakfast. We would go out for breakfast. My husband and I really liked that. We haven't really done that since kids, but I really love breakfast still. It's my favorite meal. We do hot breakfast like every day. What are your favorite diners or wherever, any breakfast spot? Because I had mine and I'm a little like lost now when we have the opportunity to go because I don't keep up with the whole breakfast thing as much anymore. So I'd love your input on this. I might take some some flack for this, Eric, but I I still really like Lucille's. Like I, I really still like Lucille's. Um, and it's one of those where I, if I go for breakfast, I'm kind of a cranky old dude. And I'm like, I want, I want eggs <laughs> and bacon, eggs just and bacon, coffee, 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 just for breakfast. Coffee <laughs> toast, and that's just, yeah, no. And I, I used to really like like the, the eggs poncho train and the, um, and like the fried trout and stuff. I can't eat a lot of that stuff anymore. Um, but that was really good. And they make a really good, really good eggs Benedict and they have to use a GF, um, whatever English muffin, which is basically like eating, <laughs> cardboard big sponge yeah but yeah it's, it's not but that's what you know that's the market that's what you get really but they they make that that's really good their eggs are really good so i do like that i've been to tangerine a few times that it's all right but i you know for my money i think that that's very flavorful and i like sitting on that rickety old like outside on the rickety old um uh, yeah. patio deck thing. I, I, I love it with the trees and stuff. I love that. Oh, Annie, you hit my sweet spot. I mean, breakfast to me is the most favorite meal in the it's world. The and best. so for me, it's if you best. go to a place that serves breakfast all day long, so much the better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a differentiation between like Lucille's and Tangerine and diner. So I, you know, I yeah. think I make I that know. distinction. Well, so, that's why I like things breakfast place, but let's, maybe you could do a few that. Yeah. So I have a few, but different. first of all, I'm going to ask you like, what was your, where would you go? Like, what was your favorite place? Okay. So we'll have, we had a place in Boulder that we loved. We absolutely loved. And it was called like, I can't even remember. It was where the buff is now, not where the buff was before, but where the buff mm-hmm. is now on like Canyon, but that's Boulder. We'll, we'll move along. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I liked about that was it was a diner. It was a straight up diner, yeah. super busy, but it was like, like the staff was on it, you know, filling coffee constantly. The fruit bowls were fresh, real cream, you know, real jam. And those little small touches, even though it was still a total greasy spoon diner, I loved that it like combined the two of them. So that's what I like to look for is like, who's a diner, but is doing the right things fresh. And I feel like two dog did that the best in Longmont out of everyone when they were in prospect on the corner there of tenacity and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they had these big fresh biscuits that they handmade every day and they, yeah, they had the fried pickles jam. too. Yeah. It, you, it was real cream. Was so there's good? those things that like I use to judge the diner and I have not found that replacement in Longmont. Yeah. I would say that for me, I, I would agree with you. I mean, if you're looking for like a two dog again, I would think that's diner-esque, meaning a little higher than, it is. Yeah. than your general That's what I'm looking for, diner. like slightly elevated diner, not yeah. totally greasy. Like when I was in high school, Janie's all day long. I, yeah. was, so, I was in. 
Yeah, I will confess today my son came down for a concert last night, stayed overnight. We went to Janie's because he wanted to go to Janie's. (laughs) How is it? Is it the same thing? Actually, I I actually love Janie's. I can appreciate it because I mean the coffee's the coffee's terrible, but you know, again, that that's that's like a wish of mine to find really good coffee at a diner. And but that's really not gonna happen. But I think that um Janie's is just, you know, can't beat the price. And I think the food is exactly on par with what I expect. And I absolutely yeah. really, yeah. you know, if you're in the mood for that, that kind of greasy spoon, then that's your place. And, and I, I will say that I love eating at that type of diner too. Just like, you know, exactly what you're going to go get, but I can't, like, I just can't in good conscience go in there and be like, wow, I'm yeah. gluten free. I know yeah. that you cook oh, like right. 80 pancakes <laughs> an hour. Would you mind getting back there and really putting your elbow grease into this mid shift and just like scrape? No, it's like, how how do you feel about Goodfellas? Have you done that one? So I was going to say Goodfellas to me is I, like a I, step up. We did up. that one. It's like yeah. a step up. So like the coffee's better. It's a yeah. little bit, you know, it's a little bit more, you know, coffee's just a little bit better. So that's cool. And, and I then, thought it was a step down from two dogs. So I was like yeah, getting close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then you've got, um, I'd say Analysis is kind of in that same league. Um, kind of, I believed owned by brothers, if I'm not mistaken, or the same family um, <sighs> or relation thereof. But I, I hardly go to analysis, but I'd rather go to Goodfellas. If you said, hey, analysis or Goodfellas, I'm at Goodfellas. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I actually have to say pistachios up north is delightful. For I love, delight is delightful. It's really good. So mm. what's great about pistachios is they have really good coffee and really good food. So it's a great combination. Mm. And it is, you know, it's it's a step up a little bit from the like cafe bakery not like cafe diner no it's no they actually have the standard fare basically okay. plus All a little right. bit of uh, i'm totally trying that mexican for next dishes time we get thrown the opportunity. in so they've okay. got a really cool like chili riano mm. uh with beans and rice for breakfast and it's awesome so, okay yeah good so i highly recommend that too and my mom that, likes the one that's not too far that's on francis and 11th what's that diner oh golden gate garden gate no across the street oh of course it's still there. um yeah. Is that the one that closed? No, it's still oh, there. No. They have the pies. Oh, yeah, the loaf and ladle is gone. Is that what you're thinking of? Because I don't think of well, anybody doing this would be very anymore. on brand for me if I'm okay. listening. Yes, it is. The loaf and ladle closed about, long closed. closed about you know seven years ago. But you know you're on par. Okay. You're in, yeah, no. exactly. No, <laughs> yeah. it can't so, be. It is. Yeah, what so was that, that one? The Francis Diner. This is Good Eats yeah. is across the street over there. Good Eats. Good Eats is what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Good Eats. I swear. I don't know. Eric's like, well, okay, no, 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 no. Loaf and ladle. No, I swear. Loaf and ladle did do the pies. You're right about that. But Good Eats is the diner. I was. They were going meshing together in my mind. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll give you a pass this time. But let's <laughs> let's think about like some other places. No, actually, I would say like for breakfast though too as well. Like I I'm gonna have a meeting at the Walnut Cafe in Boulder, and I love the Walnut oh, Cafe. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I'd say that, and just some places of long gone by. Um, there used to be a place called Cafe Marnay where that was below Third on Kaufman. That was really good too. And some of these, some of these places are gone, but I just loved the fact, I mean, they had horrible coffee, but their food was pretty cool. It was greasy. And I have, really um, good. I've eaten a few times at taste local in Loveland and I, mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, and they're, they're pretty re- re- like receptive. I said, GF and whatever. And um, they do fruit. And I said, like, did I mentioned this on air. Cause I've been telling everybody about trash fruit recently. <laughs> I can't remember if I was talking about trash fruit on air, but um, I was working in restaurants forever. And, early days, early days, we would do like the, the breakfast stuff and you'd have the mixed fruit. Right. 
And it'd be like, okay, put some berries in. I'd put in a bunch of berries. Like, no, 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 we have to fill it out with trash fruit. And it's, I, I don't remember at what point somebody oh, said- Oh, trash fruit. I thought trash, you said trash food. Okay, no, trash, trash fruit. I don't know yes. too. Yeah, this I didn't understand. My apologies. Yeah. yeah. Tra- tra- well, is it like fruit. the like canned like mandarins? No, it's that's just like trash like, fruit to it's me. It's just like melon and other stuff that's dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. So like totally. cantaloupe. And so it's like, no, you can only put so many berries in because berries are expensive. Because <laughs> berries are expensive. You have yeah, to round it out with trash fruit. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I was up there going, uh, can you give me, I don't want any trash fruit. <laughs> I like, I don't like melon. I'm not supposed to eat. So I can't remember which one. It's just like, I'm not supposed to eat pineapple in particular, which I do actually really like. That's not trash fruit. But, and so then I just took <laughs> off. My wife was traveling and she's like, ah, now I, now I get to eat trash fruits to somebody else that was traveling with her. <laughs> And he's like, yes, trashy fruit. And she's like, no, it's trash fruit. And um, so that's what that's called. But they like up there, I was like, I don't want any trash fruit. So they just gave me berries and they had like, they're really good with their GF bread. It's not too bad. High maintenance. Right. Pretty cool. Yeah, you are. And um, they have good bacon and what I like. Everything's done pretty well. So I like that. It's, it's nice. I was getting, (laughs) I was with a friend who's in the arts. And so my, it got really heated and I was really loud and I was getting glares and I was just, it was fun to be out like that. Cause like, if I'm with the right group, people have to go over and be like, excuse me, sir. Could you, could you tone it down? <laughs> the rest <laughs> tables are looking at you. Uh, if not, you're going to have to leave. And it's like, I'm not even drinking. Um, but like at the right friends, I just get so amped up. And I had that experience recently at taste local with um, somebody that I work with, but who I also can consider a friend. And um, it's it's good. It's it's convivial. It's 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 fun. And Loveland is it's great. Like I love Longmont, but I'll you know I'll show, uh, shout out Loveland's. Yeah. It's got some pretty yeah. cool stuff going on up there. So so the other thing too I want to tell you, Annie, too, is the Red Rooster Restaurant. You've been out there in Mead. Mm-mm. So if you go to sixty six and I twenty five. See, yeah, you you opened up Pandora's box here about breakfast stuff. Well, so, it's funny because yeah. we, my dad used to haul us out to a no in Platteville. We used, he used to haul us yes. to a diner in Platteville called yeah. um, like Lean and Tree. Did you ever mm-hmm. go there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he liked their biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're ever in Laramie, the Prairie Rose Cafe is mm-hmm. delightful. So again, okay. it's that All right. they, they actually literally have the fixed stools in the counter and a few mm-hmm. booths. That's oh it. yeah, so that, that's the like... real diner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I haven't been, yeah, I haven't been in one like that in forever. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a diner so, in the town where I grew up just called the Almer. And they had like, um, well, it's New Alm. The, oh, okay. The Almer. Yeah. I so get they had the Almer, yeah. Almer Cafe and they would have uh, liver and onions day. Like, and they would just, and people would come in for liver and onions. Interesting. Right. I'm yeah, just really no. having to ponder. No, I mean, I me neither. I mean, I'm just, but it was, it was, it was a funny community. And I, when I was working again in the first kitchen, it was a high V deli, call it a kitchen or whatever. But I was working there and um, the woman that I was working with was like fuming by like, having comments about um, the guys that would come in like early for lunch and they would get like the three wing lunch because it was like two dollars and 40 cents or something back in like, the, the late 90s. And they're like these cheap farmers, this guy's just like thick as a string bean, you know, and he's like eating this three chicken wing lunch. And he's, she's just like these, these farmers and they're what they choose oh to gosh. eat. And it was the same probably with protein for breakfast. Food. Can't right? go wrong. Totally. Like, yeah. All right. All right. Exactly. Sustains. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. oh my gosh. Different so, place. um, well, I think uh, have we have exhausted everybody. Are we, I, I, are I got nothing else for you guys. Now? That's yeah. it. I got, yeah. I got something else, but we'll get into this next week. 
We get kept Annie awake for a full hour here. You so. did. I'm awake, guys. I'm going to call to the desk now. Flower and wheat flower controversy. So yeah, that's what we'll probably talk about. But um, as always, we thank uh, Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to David Cutter Music for our outro. I really want to thank uh, Tondra and Kenneth for joining us with their effort for New Orleans yeah, Chefs in Colorado. Mm. That is a really cool effort. I encourage you to check out the um, website, 504NC oc.com 504ncoc.com and we wish them all the best it definitely makes me hungry and i really want to get over there so <laughs> yeah we... as always reach out to us at side dish at gmail.com if you have any questions thank you both thank you eric thank you